You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Welcome to Prognosis. I'm Laura Carlson. It's day 247 since coronavirus was declared a global pandemic. Today's main story? It looks like we are on the edge of having a truly effective coronavirus vaccine. Or a few. We spoke with Dr. Anthony Fauci about what that actually means for putting the pandemic behind us. But first, here's what happened in virus news today. Moderna said its COVID-19 vaccine was 94.5% effective, according to early results from a large, late-stage clinical trial. It's another sign that a fast-paced hunt by scientists and pharmaceutical companies is paying off. The highly positive readout comes just a week after a similar shot, developed by Pfizer and BioNTech, was found to be more than 90% effective in an interim analysis. Both shots rely on a technology called messenger RNA that has never before been used to build an approved vaccine. Soon, millions of people around the world could be spared from illness by the breakthroughs. While the vaccine news is encouraging... The World Health Organization remains guarded about the potential for new tools to start arriving in the coming months. The WHO is extremely concerned by the surging cases seen in Europe and the Americas, Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus said at a media briefing. WHO officials reiterated the importance of vaccinating frontline workers around the world. Finally, as the pandemic rages throughout the world, Governments everywhere are exploring new restrictions on how much contact people can have. In the U.S., New Jersey will further restrict gatherings. In Michigan, Governor Gretchen Whitmer is imposing a three-week partial lockdown. In Europe, German Chancellor Angela Merkel wants more curbs on public and private gatherings. Sweden is introducing unprecedented restrictions. And France's health minister said the country is regaining control of the epidemic thanks to the latest national lockdown. And now for today's main story. It's taken less than a year for scientists to develop what appears to be an effective vaccine against the coronavirus. 
Drug maker Pfizer and its German partner BioNTech delivered dazzling preliminary results in a large patient trial this month. And just today, Moderna announced that its vaccine also looks extremely effective. But creating a vaccine is only part of the challenge. Bloomberg senior editor Jason Gale spoke with top U.S. infectious disease doctor Anthony Fauci about another impediment to a successful vaccination strategy. People not wanting to take it. Their interview took place this weekend, before Moderna's blockbuster early results were released. Even so, Fauci was aware the Moderna report would come soon and said he expected that multiple encouraging vaccine results would soon be reported. Here's Jason's conversation with Dr. Fauci. He started off by asking whether vaccines alone can rescue us. Hi, I'm Ron Kraszewski, Chairman and CEO of Stiefel. Financial advisors, if you're not growing your practice, you're losing market share. Stiefel is a growing, entrepreneurial, advisor-centric firm built for successful advisors like you. Imagine having the resources of the largest wirehouses and the support of the boutique shops, but none of the bureaucracy to get in the way of you serving your clients. At Stiefel, it's your business, your book, your clients. I always tell the advisors we're recruiting, I want you to come to Stiefel and double or triple your business. Most of them laugh and shake their heads, but I'm serious. Don't take it from me. Take it from Stiefel's number one finish in J.D. Power's 2023 U.S. Financial Advisor Satisfaction Study. So there's a reason why 148 financial advisors joined Stiefel last year. Come join us and find out why Stiefel is the firm where success meets success. Visit www.choosestifel.com. Stiefel Nicholas and Company Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. If you have a highly effective vaccine and only 50% of the people take it, you're not going to have the impact that you'd need to essentially bring a pandemic down to a, such a low level that it's no longer threatening society. And that's the goal of a vaccine. 50% acceptance of a vaccine isn't a low ball because only 51% of U.S. adults said in September they would definitely or probably take a COVID vaccine if one were available. That's according to a national survey by the Pew Research Center. The Washington-based group conducted a survey four months earlier in May and found 72% of respondents would probably accept a COVID vaccine. Both the vaccines developed by Pfizer and BioNTech and the one from Moderna are given in a two-shot regimen. I asked Dr. Fauci what the duration of protection is likely to be. You know, we don't know the answer to that. The coronaviruses as a class of viruses generally don't induce an immune response that has decades of durability. And we know that from the experience naturally with the four common coronaviruses that cause the common cold. Namely, people repetitively get infected year after year with the same virus. I would hope that the durability of a vaccine with a prime and a boost is such that we get at least a year or two of, of durability. If we get you know one to two years of durability, to me, that's fine because we just go back and, and uh, boost people and, and get their immunity up. Right now, I like to take, as they say, one step at a time. The first step is get an effective vaccine. Then we could work around the durability on the next round. 
More than 20 COVID vaccines have entered the final phase of patient studies that new pharmaceutical products are usually required to undergo for regulatory approval. Even though the late-stage trials may take only a few months, people getting a new vaccine will be followed for up to two years as part of safety monitoring and surveillance, Dr. Fauci says. Well, uh, I think people should not get under the false impression that safety is going to be abandoned after two months. These individuals are going to be followed for up to two years, so they'll be looking for safety as you go out into the duration of the time following immunization. I mean, you obviously, obviously always want to be very careful when it comes to safety, when you're dealing with vaccines that you're going to be giving to hundreds of millions, if not billions of people. And that is something that is on everybody's front burner. Safety is paramount. The World Health Organization counts at least five different vaccine types or approaches that have been taken to create immunizations to protect against COVID-19. I asked Dr. Fauci if the safety and efficacy of these experimental vaccines will be similar across the various platforms or whether some will be better than others. I, I cannot imagine you're going to have exactly the same efficacy when you're dealing with six separate vaccines. If, if that happens, we should go to Las Vegas and, and bet. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But what I think we might see is that certain vaccines might be better for different demographic groups. So you might find that one vaccine is better for children, another one's better for the elderly, another one might be better you know, for people with uh, underlying conditions. You don't really know. I asked Dr. Fauci whether programs to develop drugs for COVID could lose momentum once vaccines are available. Will people think new treatments just won't be required? Uh, I don't think that that's the case. Uh, Unless you wipe out something and eradicate it, which you're very unlikely to eradicate a virus that has such a high degree of replication competency and a transmissibility efficiency. So I think that there will be a place for uh, state-of-the-art therapeutics indefinitely, to be honest with you. Vaccines will come. They will be effective. But I think we should not think about abandoning the field of therapeutics. Dr. Fauci says that ideally we should have medicines like monoclonal antibodies that can be administered early in an infection to prevent people from getting sick enough that they need hospitalization. I would really like to see us have a multi-day pack of of potent anti-coronavirus agents that when someone starts to develop symptoms, you don't want to wait to see if they wind up in the hospital. You just treat them right away. That's what I see as the future of this. Chances are we might need antiviral treatments for more novel coronaviruses. I asked Dr. Fauci whether it's likely others will emerge in the next 10 years. I would not be surprised. You know, we went for a very long period of time dealing with the four common cold coronaviruses, knowing full well that bats were a major reservoir of coronaviruses with sequences that were similar to the sequences that were infecting humans with just, you know, some minor uh, molecular differences. Um, If we continue to have the human-animal interface that we've seen now so consistently with coronavirus, I would not be surprised if we saw another coronavirus 
jump species into humans. Whether or not it would turn into a pandemic, I don't know. Uh, I hope not. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see others jump species and go from a bat maybe to an intermediate host to the human. Vaccines and new treatments for COVID-19 are being developed at unprecedented speed. The fact that we'll be able to immunise people against a novel pathogen within a year of its emergence is an amazing accomplishment. But if we could identify pandemic threats and snuff them out before these viruses start spreading, that would be an even greater feat. That was Jason Gale. And that's it for our show today. For coverage of the outbreak from 120 bureaus around the world, visit Bloomberg.com coronavirus. And if you like the show, please leave us a review and a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It's the best way to help more listeners find our global reporting. The Prognosis Daily Edition is produced by Topher Forges, Jordan Gaspure, Magnus Henriksen, and me, Laura Carlson. Today's main story was reported by Jason Gale. Original music by Leo Sidrin. Our editors are Rick Schein and Francesca Levy. Francesca Levy is Bloomberg's head of podcasts. Thanks for listening. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.